and welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Thoughts, a podcast where our guest gets to choose a topic they nerd out on for us to discuss. I'm Mimi. And I'm Ted. Thank you so much for joining us on another awesome episode of the Nerdy Thoughts podcast with Mimi and Ted. This is our 11th episode. Uh, we were super stoked last week for our 10th episode, but now we're past that hurdle and we're excited to be making our first episode after episode 10. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's been awesome. How you doing, Mimi? I'm excited. I'm good. I'm good. I was trying to think kind of like what I've been up to the last couple weeks. Um, I got sick. Oh, no. Yeah, right over Thanksgiving weekend, because here in Canada, we celebrate that in October. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I got I got this like really weird cough um, and it just kind of lasted through the whole weekend um, into early the next week. But I'm finally feeling better. So hey, that's nice. Yeah. I miss Thanksgiving, though. So that was really crappy. Um, oh, that's awful. Uh, yeah. I missed that family time. because I didn't want to. I know. I didn't want to go and make other people sick. So. Oh, you're I a just good kinda... person. <laughs> well, my family brought by some some dinner for me and everything as well. So nice. They just passed. That it was through nice. The, I still got the, the door. Yeah. I still got the turkey dinner. So that was really nice. And and I played a lot. Uh, Mainly, I just played Dreamlight Valley the whole time I was sick. So How's that going for you? So I am completely caught up to where you can be caught up. Okay. Um, in the quests and everything like that. There's something called a star path that you can try and do as well. But I figured I've been playing it for so long. I've been streaming it pretty much exclusively. Um, so I thought I would give my viewers a break from it once I caught up to where... I couldn't really progress any farther. Um, but they are doing a new upload or, da- oh my God, a update. update, not upload. <laughs> update, thank you. <laughs> um, on the 19th, and they're introducing Scar. Uh, oh. So you can get Scar. So be prepared uh, 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 for that. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> so I will, I think what I'll do is. I'll stream other games, and then as they release updates, I'll kind of go back to it, complete those quests, um, and then just kind of go back and forth. So I'm going to get into the the Halloween-themed games, Five Nights at Freddy's, Luigi's okay. Mansion for some fun. Yeah. Um, and I also just – I got an alert on my Steam that Little Nightmares 2 is on sale because oh. it's been on my wish list. Yeah, so, pick that up. I'm – really really excited uh to do that one and actually by the time this uh releases i think i will have started it because i plan to start it on my monday stream Um, nice very cool yeah yeah so i was a lot of video games and then this weekend i got a lot done with cosplays um i saw it on the instagram hell yeah (laughs) yes yes looking good Thank you. Yes. Something I have a backlog of cosplays that I need to do something with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just between the start of the school year again and family events and friend events and also like work events um, and being sick, my weekends have been kind of going by in a flash and I haven't really put aside the time to uh, work on the cosplays because some of them I still need to to. alter and create (laughs) and uh, build up Um, and then others it's just that I'm lazy and I procrastinate (laughs) so (laughs) sometimes I'm like I really need to do this 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 and this this weekend and I get none of that done Um, 
So Saturday, I was like, okay, I'm going to go out thrifting because I haven't been thrifting in prob- probably since like mid-August. I don't think I've been thrifting. So right. I finally went thrifting. I found a couple things. I was actually a little disappointed. I didn't find as much as I thought I would having not gone for so long. But I guess other people still go. So yep. things get bought. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. And I also needed to get, I wanted to look for a wig. I needed a wig for the most recent cosplay that I did. So anyways, um, I got that all all done and I it's gonna be my Halloween costume too. Um, so I wanted to test out the makeup. Um, so I did that and I haven't said who it is yet, but I'll say it now. Um, I have a weird obsession with Pennywise. We talked about this yes. last yeah. uh last episode, and I found the female Pennywise costume on Poshmark, <laughs> nice. which is for those of you who don't know, it's like a used, it's like eBay, but for clothing. Um they had two on there, uh, and one was my size, so bought it's it. Fate. It came. It's fate, just like the Hufflepuff robe. It was the same thing, only that one, there was only one, and it was my size. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I needed to get get the wig to try it out. So I was like, hey, Saturday, that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, so I, I did it, and my roommate had some friends over, and I went down to show them, and and I was like, I really want to get pictures. And one of my roommate's friends was like, I'll do it for you really quickly. So we went outside and they took so many photos. And I, w- I felt bad because like I was taking up their time. So I was about to be like, OK, like I, like we can stop whenever. And then they were like, how do you feel about videos? Like, do you like do you want to do a video? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we took a couple of videos and, and stuff. And I did some editing and I posted one uh, this afternoon and it's gotten a lot of good feedback. So, hey, there we go. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. So, you know, check out my Instagram and McQU <laughs> if you want to see that or any other upcoming uh, cosplays. But lots more, a lot more. Oh, my goodness many more pictures to come on that one and also another video that i did on uh tiktok as well so very cool but yeah and then i've just been working slowly on one of the other ones i'm trying to put together but that's kind of it it's work and streaming for the most part (laughs) when you're not playing dress up exactly (laughs) how have you been (laughs) i've been good i've been very very busy uh school has kept me extremely occupied um, I was kind of blessed for the first week or two of school that they only gave us one or two or maybe three labs a week, but now yeah. we're, we're popping in five or six. Um, and the nights go like the labs start at two 30. Um, they're three hour labs. Uh, so you can have a two 30 slot, a five 30 slot or an eight 30 slot. Um, so there are some nights like, uh, today or like, sorry, not today, but, uh, I will, I did have a lab today, even though it's Sunday. I uh, had a lab yesterday on Saturday, had a no lab on Friday, had a lab on two labs on Thursday, a uh, lab on Wednesday and a lab on Tuesday. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even keep track of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all so good. Like I'm learning so much and I'm having a blast doing everything. But yeah, very, very busy. Like there was a day um, just this past week uh, where it was uh, nine till 11, like 9 a.m. till 11 p.m. or 11.30 p.m. Oh my God! Is that allowed? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's school. Oh, okay. It's school. This isn't work. I'm not getting paid. This isn't labor. Oh, I'm paying I know, them. But I know, but that's I want to be like there. Such a long time. It is. It is. It is. They. It is a long time. But they've they're compressing like three years of a program into one. Um, that's right. You knew it was going to be like this going into it. So that's yeah. And honestly, yeah, okay. it's it's the career too. Like like 
you know, when yeah. you're in the field, the shows go till 1 a.m. You might be wrapping up. You start wrapping up, right? So Yeah, that's true. I always forget that about it. You know, it doesn't take an hour no. <laughs> to, to film. <laughs> Podcasts are nice and tidy, basically. Because <laughs> once we get the yeah. setup, it's kind of hit record. And um, well, we've gotten a lot better at like getting the recordings. But they're kind yeah. of no muss, no fuss. Put them together. Um, well, Ted, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I could do, I I'm never be as able to happy put it with together, my work as so. I could be. Well, that's just uh, being a human, I think. Fair enough. Are we ever really like, I, I'm the same. I don't know if I'm ever, although I'm really happy with my Pennywise cosplay. <laughs> so. uh, <laughs> Dude, there are some no, people but... out there who are just legitimately high on their own supply. They love what they do all the time. I wish I could That's be there, true. man. I'm I'm on the opposite end. Nothing's ever good too, enough. I do too, but I feel like you, you have to have a little bit. This I don't want this to come out sounding the wrong way. There has to be a little bit of self doubt in you, or else you're never gonna grow. So if you think that you're just like perfect the way you are, mm-hmm. and that your stuff is perfect the way it is, you're never gonna grow that way. So I feel like there always has to be that little that little tiny voice that's just like, well. Put the contacts in before the makeup next time, Mimi, so that the makeup doesn't run when your eyes water. <laughs> you are a genius, Mimi. You are that, that. That was sage advice. Also, I loved the example you gave. It was applicable to me too, because I hate it when the guy liner runs. It's so bad, right? It's it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> mean <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no it's been it's i've had a i've had i've had a blast i've had a blast and I'm, I'm learning just just so much it's i love the people i'm with uh they like me um and uh, well, learning tons of skills. now stop yourself you're too kind to me <laughs> <laughs> either just way just the truth it feels like i've been living like 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 it doesn't feel like any other school I've done, to be fair. It feels like um, a mixture of a job and also a social club and also a hobby. Um, That's perfect. Uh, if I were to come up with a good comparison, it kind of feels like a like an alternative reality or like a like a virtual reality. We've got a guest on today <laughs> to talk something very interesting. It's my friend Lucas Trelevin. And uh, well, I may have given you a hint, but Lucas, what are you here to talk to us about today? I'm here to talk to you about virtual reality. Ooh. I'm pretty excited for this one. I um, I don't know a lot w- about virtual reality, and I don't have too much experience with it. So I'm I'm actually really interested to to learn. Yeah, it seems like it's something you know, kind of from the future, um, but it's it's here and it's now, and it's it's actually, I have a VR headset. It's it's a great way to pass some time. Um, but for people who've never tried it, like, like you know, well, I think, Mimi, you've tried it, but people who've never experienced it, Lucas, what, what is VR? Great question, Ted. Um, Thanks. Virtual reality is essentially, at this, at this current moment, it's like, uh, it's a simulated experience using a headset where you have, like, screens really close to your eyes and you can... You wear this headset, it makes you feel like you're in another world. And then from there, it's it's your choice of where you want to go, what you want to do, or who you want to be. Wow. So, yeah. It almost and... feels dangerous. 
<laughs> so like it anywhere, is. anything, any, any what? Yeah. It's very, it's interesting. It's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's very, um, open-ended and that's, what's so scary about it. Like you're saying, Mimi, it's like, oh my goodness, what can't you do with it? And you could definitely do good or bad with it for sure. Yeah, I've I like I said I I don't have a lot of experience. I've done it a few times. I own an Oculus. Um, ridiculous that I don't play it. I just it's so foreign to me that I haven't even like really tried it that much. But I did do a Hogwarts thing with Ted once. Um, oh yeah, and that was really cool because I'm I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Um, so to be able to go to Hogwarts into the Great Hall and then I went through a wall and it was like a secret <laughs> passage and. There was the writing on the wall from the second book. I told, I stole uh, Ted's candle right out of his, right out of his hand. <laughs> you know, Lucas was there for that. Oh my god, oh my I was god. there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, we were this was the chat. three of us. Oh my god, that was god. awesome. That was before I had actually met you in person. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's but crazy. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> How fitting. How crazy. Yeah. Um, great. But I remember the first time I put it on, I went to walk forward and I took a step and my friend had to stop. They're like, no, 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 no. You have to use the controllers. Like you can't. I was like, yeah, I was just going to start walking around my living room. Like it was an open-ended world inside. It was, it was really, yeah. it really threw me off. <laughs> it's quite immersive, right? You like, once you're in it, you, you almost like can't, it's very easy. You see, we've all seen those videos of those people who, dive right into their wall and stuff trying to jump off things <laughs> and they <laughs> totally destroy their tvs and stuff but it's just because like as soon as you have it on your brain just the way our eyes and stuff works it just starts thinking that you're there and so the immersion's amazing which is kind of the big uh the big uh plus for people with virtual reality for sure mm-hmm, definitely it is um so do you have an oculus yeah, I have an it, Oculus Rift S, which is a little bit, it's like a few versions ago. Okay. It's like, I call it the bastard child of Oculus because they <laughs> made it and then not not three months later, they made a new headset and discontinued that one because uh, Facebook, Facebook had other plans. But it's a, it's a fine headset. It plugs directly into the computer though. So okay. I'm kind of like always wired in when I'm, when I'm using it. Okay. And oh. is that... Was that your first experience with VR or had you tried any of the other ones? I know there were some that came out for PlayStation before. Um, right. Yeah. You know what? I, I, my first experience was for VR. Ted, were you there when we went to the TIFF Lightbox for Game, no, I don't the think Game so. of Thrones experience? Okay. No. My f but my first experience with, with VR was like one of those like kind of activations they did at like movie theaters. So this movie theater, the Lightbox downtown had a Game of Thrones, uh, experience where they put on i can't remember the headset exactly but i'm gonna guess it was the the earlier rift the one before the rift s and you'd get inside like an elevator which was simulated the elevator of, on the wall and then it took you up to the top and then it like walked you to the edge and then you fell off the you fell off the wall in game of thrones and i was like this is crazy <laughs> That's insane. it was so cool yeah so that kind of like I, that's where i caught the bug and then I started thinking, ooh, I got to get me one of these. And then uh, I did a couple, I went to a couple of those like virtual reality arcades a few times and just played some of those random games. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then ended up getting the Rift S when it, uh, when it came out. And yeah, I've never looked you, back. You talk about getting the bug. And uh, I honestly get that because my first time, uh, my girlfriend took me out to a VR arcade 
And I just, I did like Google Earth. Oh, yeah. And I saw that you could just put yourself in the galaxy or put yourself in a city and look around. I've gone to so many fun places on Google Earth. Um, and then I just became obsessed with it. Like, I mean, just seeing that made me, I need to get one of my own because mm-hmm. I can't, like, I could just go to Paris for, you know, to look around. And the some of the documentaries that you can watch, because I love watching documentaries, but there's some, like, full apps that you can download where you're just like immersed in the story totally you get you get like a bug it becomes a a little bit of a hot obsession for a second (laughs) yeah definitely definitely and like i i I feel like for me is i've i've caught the initial bug and then i kind of dove head first and then like i've gone through these like motions of because sometimes you just don't have time to put a headset on and live somewhere else for a while you know you get busy in life so i kind of go through like I go through like VR spurts where that'll be the thing I'm doing the, the most with my free time. And then I'll kind of leave it for a bit and then come back to it. Cause, but I mean, a lot of, I know, I know a few people who spend a great deal of their time in virtual reality, which is kind of crazy to think that we're already there in 2022 where people are spending 24 seven in VR. It's yeah. Really 24 seven. Yeah. Pretty, pretty well. Like, I know a lot of people who sleep in VR, which is a, a very weird thing, like with the headset on and everything. Wow. I think you need I mean, really soft pillows for that. Yeah, I know I know <laughs> yeah. people who have fallen asleep wearing it, but not yeah. intentionally. <laughs> totally. Um, but it it's kind of like very similar to, I don't know if you've ever read or seen the movie um, Ready Player One. Yeah, it, That's totally. just like kind of I like, I feel like that's the direction we're going. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. I think we're definitely far away from it now, but like, it just seems like it's getting closer and closer as time goes on. And there's like this new, there's um, the next Facebook headset they've announced. It actually comes out in like 10 days or so. It's called the Ocul- the the Quest Pro, and it's going to have full 3D cameras on the front in full color vision. So you can actually f- fully use it while seeing what's around you. So you can use it not Whoa. only as uh, virtual reality, you can use it also as augmented reality slash uh, extended reality, which is like where you can still see what's around you, but you can put digital stuff on top of it. And it and your space is kind of 3D tracked around you. So they've that's already announced so that's scary. coming out in 10 days, which is crazy. And that one. Wow, that's soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I said it was soon. dangerous Holy. before. I feel like that is even more dangerous. That is going to mess with a lot of people's mental health. I feel <laughs> yeah. a little bit when you can augment your reality like that inside oh, totally. your home and then you have to go out into like the real world and and oh my gosh yeah. I did actually I do watch a YouTuber his name's Ryan Trahan and he did something where he tried to spend like 72 hours in like at with the headset on but where oh, he wow. could see what he was doing so his like depth perception was all off so like reaching for a coffee was like hard oh my goodness anyways um so i can't oh man now that it's actually, <laughs> yeah. oh no i can't <laughs> right now the headset what you're talking about is like it's got that pass-through mm-hmm. thing where everything goes kind of black and white and yes. you can kind of see somewhat what's going on but it's kind of like filming through the infrared tracking cameras on the outside and so it all looks weird, but now with this, it's going to be like full color vision. I don't, I don't imagine there'll be amazing like 4K cameras, but it's going to be really interesting to, like, instead of having to in VR right now, like if I were to want to 
like Ted, you and I have gone to watch movies in VR in the past mm -hmm. and we like sit in a room together and watch it on this virtual screen. We could also, we could do that, but just put the screen into our own room oh. and have it, we just put it wherever we Not want and cool. then we can watch the video on the wall together or whatever. That would be sweet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of cool stuff like that. I, I definitely, one thing I get a lot, and actually my girlfriend talks about this, is she's like, uh, I, she she says, and I think this is a common criticism of VR, is like, I think regular reality is better. <laughs> She's like, I'm focused <laughs> on that. I like regular reality. We don't need the virtual reality. And I totally understand that sentiment. It's like, yeah, there's, you don't get, you can't just live in VR and, and get exactly what you get from actually living in the real world. It doesn't exist like that now. And I don't know if I believe it ever will. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's less of like a, this or that to me it's like it's like an extra it's a plus you get more you get another reality that you can add to your own yeah i i i would agree with that i also think it's 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 an escape right so it's it's the same kind of as watching a movie or reading a book or playing a video game you're you're just putting yourself even deeper into it than you are with with a book or a movie or something like that so it's just it's a way to totally. escape your own reality um mm -hmm. Because yeah, sometimes that's a, it's too much. <laughs> that's a huge theme for sure. In at least for me, like what I mostly do in virtual reality is I mostly play the social games, and so the one that I use the most, and this is the one that where we all met, was VR Chat, which is a completely social platform game, and that's like a really common theme in there is that people often who spend the most time in there probably have the worst time outside of there. You know, like there's a lot yeah. of people that find a lot of uh, comfort being inside of VR chat and like making friends there. And maybe they're stuck in a place where there's not that much to do outside, or maybe they're not in a situation that they like, but VR chat and, and virtual reality offers them like a great escape from that. That I think is super helpful for a lot of people. Definitely. As long as it's used responsibly, I would say. Yes. Uh. Yes. Because then there's a... <laughs> There's other people there where it's like, yeah, they're escaping and and it's it's a it's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. bad. Like there's people who it's, we've we've met them before, Ted and in VR chat is like there's people who are just there drinking out of control. There's yeah. like a big yeah. party scene in that game. Yes. And it's just yeah, it's like it's the it's escapism but the bad form. Yeah, you just you can't run away from real life forever. As long as you know that, <laughs> I think you yeah. can you can enjoy it safely. It's true. Yeah, it's true. You got to have a healthy perspective on it. Yeah. So you're saying that you spend a lot, well, not a lot of time, but one of your like favorite things to do is the VR chat. Um, yeah. What are some other games on the Oculus that, that you've enjoyed? or? The only other games I've really played, like I I kind of like, I mostly game on the computer normally, but then, then when I go into VR, I'm like, okay, now it's social mode. So then I'll go into VR chat. The only other games I've played are like, the kind of more simple ones like paragliding simulator and like uh i played that one the robo recall or whatever where you kill a bunch of robots and stuff like that <laughs> like those games are pretty fun to me and then the other ones i like to do as well is, is like some of the horror games but those are it depends on the game some of them are really janky and so like yes it's scary but also the game barely works so <laughs> right. it's like you can't tell if you're being scared or if it's just the game's breaking but yeah, yeah it's very good at scaring you, when you when you're that immersed i was gonna ask if you've ever done the horror games because i know um like just people i follow on instagram and stuff they've posted about trying it out and they say like it can get really scary someone i know said that they tried uh five nights at freddy's 
um, on VR. And for me, like just playing that on my PC, I only last it 20 minutes. Um, so I can only imagine <laughs> yeah. what it feels like when you're kind of immersed into that scenario. So, oh, yeah. Oh, my heart couldn't take it. Oh, <laughs> it there's another October. game. Another game Phasmophobia? I forgot to mention. That... Oh, Phasmophobia has the has the uh, the VR version for sure. Yeah. That game has gotten it? so much more updated. We got to play that again. Oh, I did with uh, with another friend the other day. It's it is fantastically updated. I have I'm nice. too scared to play it with the VR headset. I've just been playing it flat screen with a light you on. You gotta try it. Um, I'm gonna say this here so that I can be held to it. I would like to try and play that game on a stream before Halloween. So if you two are down to introduce me to that game, I've just got to figure out how to get like a voice chat and put it into my stream labs and stuff so that people can hear you guys as well. But I would, I would like to try it. I don't know how long I'd last, but if I have some professionals uh, leading the way, fun. it might be nice. <laughs> Ted's a pro ghost hunter now. He's you, no. you played a bunch of that game. You know have, all the tri- tips and tricks. Dude, we have a friend who is much better than, than I am. Uh, I die a lot in that game. <laughs> For some reason, I think it's because my, my mic is too sensitive because that game is all about like you have to be quiet when the ghost is hunting you because it's always listening to your microphone. And if you're making sounds... The, the ghost will just pinpoint to you. Oh, and really? If you're like, yeah, yeah, it's it's scary as heck. Um, yeah, crazy. and it always finds me. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna scream. I apologize to your earbuds or uh, right now. But... <laughs> All right, I will too. I will too. I I yeah. love horror games, but that's just because I have like I have I, I I emote a lot, right? Like so, when something's sad, I cry. When something makes me mad on screen, I I get mad, right? So horror really works on me. And so mm-hmm. when it's in VR, it's like a super intense, like concentrated hit of horror. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I scream like, too, but I love it. It's kind of like when you go see a scary movie in the theater and you're like in the dark and it's it's like mm-hmm. right in front of you. It's super loud. It's You're super immersed and you just get terrified very easily. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I went and saw um, It Chapter 2 in the theaters because uh, a friend of mine wanted to, to see it. So I watched the first one at home and I was like, okay, like it was scary for me, but that was okay. And then I watched the second one and I, of course, it seemed more scary. And then I rewatched it recently, maybe last summer. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's not as bad as I thought, <laughs> but I guess oh, that's yeah. just because I was comfortable at home under my blankies. <laughs> There is <laughs> yeah. a uh, um, an it to VR immersive experience on. No way. Yeah, if you go to the videos, uh, like the TV icon in the uh, Mimi and I both have a uh, Quest too. Uh, if you go into the video section there and just search it, there is like it's really good. <laughs> like you go down oh, to the no. sewers and. Oh. oh man. <gasps> That's I don't know if I could do it. Oh, it's spooky. It was scary. I did it. And I was in bed uh, in the dark. And uh, luckily, because it's one of those ones where that's like 360, there were a lot of times where I said, I don't have to turn around and see this. I'm just going to look this way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's um, so my, uh, my the most scary thing that I've ever done um, is this was years ago. Um, and it was a PlayStation VR headset. My brother got it for Christmas. So he mm-hmm. brought it over and it was the one where you go in the cage, um, like the cage and then it drops you for like the deep sea, not diving, but you're in the cage and you're supposed to be like looking at all the fish and you know, oh, there's yeah. going to be sharks. Um, and I mean, I think I mentioned this last 
episode, but I'm deathly afraid of sharks. Um, so I'm like, no, I can do it, whatever. It can't be that bad. And yeah, it's as soon as I saw the shark, I was like, I froze and I was like, okay, okay, it's right there. It's fine though. Like it's fine. And then it attacks the cage and rips it oh open. And like you fall and you're on the ground and the shark is like eating at the cage and it rips it. And I finally went, get it off me, get it off me, get it off me. <laughs> and I, I crumpled to the ground. My poor niece was maybe two at the time, if that. And my oh sister's my like, gosh. stop, like you're scaring her. Oh man. <laughs> She might not want to play VR in the future. <laughs> no, no, she probably won't. <laughs> Hopefully she oh, blocked wow. that memory out. But I can't imagine doing like a Pennywise one or something like that. If that yeah. one scared me that much, I don't think I would survive. <laughs> yeah. Oh you try it. You have to try it. No. That's what's so that's what's so cool about like just the immersive nature of of the VR is like um I mean, if you think back to how everything's just progressing in some way, like at first you had like people would write things down on books and then you'd read it and you'd be like, oh, I'm really in it now when you're like getting into a good book. And then we had and then like recorded audio, then you're listening to somebody talk or listening to music and you're getting immersed and then photos, videos. And now we're like, OK, you can fully get all your senses involved at, at once, just about. VR is still missing a few, but it's like you can get most of your senses involved. And then it's just like, to me, it's it's definitely like the next level of whatever entertainment and stuff is going to be. I'm not sure if I'm on the Zuckerberg camp of like, we're going to wear them all day and work in them <laughs> and play in them and like just live live our lives in that. But I think it is it is like a, I think there is a world where you buy an apartment and you don't get a TV, you just have your headset and you have more space for, I don't know, plants and stuff, you know. <laughs> I just hope they make them more comfortable. Um, they give me a headache really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this new one from Facebook, I'm hopeful for it. They put the battery pack on the back, so now it's, like, balanced the front Ooh. screens to the battery. So I'm okay. hopeful that that's going to be cool. And Apple's making one, too, and Apple's, you know, they always have the high-quality stuff. So I feel like theirs might be uh, might be comfortable as well, but we'll see. I'm going to go on the record and just be an open hater. No, I'm going to be an open (laughs) hater of anything that Apple is not a fun company. Like their, their image is very, you know, cool. Wow. Cool. Fun, creative, but they don't work with anyone. They're like the artist that doesn't collaborate. It's like, wow, great. You're visionary, but you don't work with anyone else. How are we supposed to interact with you if we can't afford you? Because you price yourself at such a bougie level. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'm sure it's going to be great, but they're going to release a new version every eight months. No, I agree, uh, Ted. So I have a Samsung and it's so hard if I want to send someone a video and they don't have WhatsApp because if I try to send them a video through a text message, it will instantly make the quality so bad. Yeah, or if they Uh, send you one, I get that too. Yeah. Yeah, I have a a Google uh, phone and I get videos and I'm like, where did you take this video? Why is it like one P? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's the, it's the Apple effect. It's like a completely purposeful thing that they do. Yeah. My sister so sent annoying. me videos of my, my niece and my nephews. And I'm just like, um, can you send this on WhatsApp so I can actually see what's going on, please? WhatsApp uh. is great. Also in the Facebook family. <laughs> yeah. But at no, least, I, yeah. I agree. Apple's like, Apple's not great for that sort of thing, but I'm interested to see what they do with virtual reality. I didn't, really imagined I, I remember they thought about doing some glasses at some point when google glass mm-hmm. was coming out but then that's kind of taken a back seat and now they've fully announced this like vr ar headset so i'm interested to see what they do with it because they always have some sort of tech thing that they 
they're gonna like try and push and i know at least from what i was reading there it's gonna have full um leg tracking wow. via the cameras cool. on the headset which is gonna be interesting because most headsets use the cameras just for your arms and then the legs are just kind of like if you move somewhere the legs will just automatically walk and follow you but yeah i'm curious and they also have the the m1 chip which is their like super powered cpu everything chip so that fits inside a vr headset so it might be very powerful I can already see yeah. the commercials. If Count oh, this yeah. as a pitch, if you will, but it's going to be like the uh, old iPod commercial where like the colored background with the silhouette, except uh, yeah. it's going to be the whatever <laughs> Apple glasses that are white and the rest of them is silhouetted. And yeah. they're just showing off like people dancing to some dope music. And it's like, look at the leg tracking. This is a VR avatar dancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll just be like Beat Saber. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that's really fun. I've never played it. It's a very but... fun game. Me neither. Yeah, I, I would when love I first, to try it. Yeah, when I first got my Oculus, everyone's like the mini golf and Beat Saber if you can. And I got Oh, I got of both those. of those. <laughs> that, I took that suggestion and ran with it cuz the mini golf is is really nice. fun. Like honestly, uh although I do I I will say like looking down and and doing the thing, your neck gets really tired with the with the weight of the goggles just constantly looking down and oh, looking yeah. left and looking right. But uh yeah, the Beat Saber. That's a really fun. That's a, that's even a little bit of a cardio workout too, because there's a lot of ducking and jumping and moving and yeah, fun stuff. Totally. Yeah, a lot of people work out in Beat Saber. Yeah. And other like a bunch of games end up being way more physically taxing than you expect. Like I'll take the headset off after playing some uh, like Blade and Sorcery or Gorilla Tag or something, and I'll be like fully sweating and my arms hurt, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like. That I was all I was doing killing NPCs or or jumping around trees and stuff. So it's it's a it's a game system, kind of sort of getting there. It's a video platform, right? And you're mm-hmm. also getting some kind of fitness benefit out of it, um, because I know there's a there's a ton of like, I forget if it's light boxing or something like that. Um, there's flow. There's a bunch of fitness apps specifically designed to get your heart going, kind of get you working out. Um, now a lot of them are subscription. I don't think there's many free ones, but it's, if someone doesn't want to go to the gym and doesn't like the fresh air outside, but still wants to do, you know, something more than just your, your mom's old Pilates videos on VHS, (laughs) you could open up, uh, Jane Fonda workouts. (laughs) Yeah. You could start doing some virtual boxing. That's true. I would do virtual boxing. I think, I think though, again, like you said, even with the mini golf, I think having that extra weight on your head though. I don't mm. think I would last as long. I think no, we're just going to have a bunch annoying. of athletes with really jacked necks. <laughs> it's like super thick necks. Oh my God. Protect your spine, the VR you know? neck. <laughs> the VR neck. <laughs> That's, I can picture it. Oh my God. Do you think VR is, is, is there as a gaming platform? Do you think it, it, it competes with anything that's um, kind of more mainstream? I don't think I don't think you're gonna play League of Legends in VR anytime soon. Like I don't think it can compete with kind of the bigger games that are fully on computer or mobile right now. But I think it kind of exists in maybe similar to how mobile is separate. Like it's separate and doing its own thing, but also growing at a at a decent pace. I think VR is kind of in that in that space as well, where it's like the games in VR are gonna be either games that work on PC that can go over to VR or that are VR specific. Like what you're talking about, like Beat Saber is totally a VR game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even though it's like Guitar Hero in virtual reality, it's like <laughs> that, I think those sorts of things are where it's gonna benefit from. and. 
I mean, there's that game I really enjoyed playing Half-Life Alex, which is like one of the kind of big AAA games to come out in the past few years yeah. for VR. And I thought it did a really good job of like exploring what how you can do storytelling in virtual reality, like when you're fully immersed in a room and you're actually like a, a, a computer character or whatever is like talking to you and their eyes are following you. You actually kind of feel like they're instead of just like getting the quest and pressing X until you get the quest, you know, like I was, I was actually almost having a conversation with these NPCs, wow. which was cool. And then, and then you're just fully in the story. So it feels like everything's actually happening to you. So I think that sort of thing is going to be, I'm interested to see where AAA goes, but I don't think it overtakes. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it overtakes everything. When you think back, maybe to you'll that play game? League of Legends. What's oh, sorry. Um, when you when you think back to that game, um, playing through it, do you have like a physical memory of being in the room, or do you have a memory of being in like playing VR? Uh, to kind of put it in other words, Ooh. like when I remember playing, you know, a story game, I I kind of remember what the world looks like, but I know I definitely know I'm sitting at a computer screen. It's very flat, and it's um, it, I remember it as playing a video game. But does it feel more like a personal lived experience when you think about you know Half Life Alex Two? Hmm. It. It, in, in a way, yes, like what you're saying, like I definitely remember being in the room in that in that conversation I was just I, like what I was mentioning is like I definitely remember that person looking at me or in this case, it was an alien. The alien was looking at me and he was explaining what was going on. And I remember being in that room mm -hmm. with that. And then also the, the beginning of that game is very, very cool. You like walk out onto a balcony and it's like a big uh, like mech that walks over top of you. And I remember being there, but I but I don't remember it as like. I oh, remember that time I was in the combine or whatever in, in Half-Life. So it doesn't feel like my experience. It feels like a game experience as well, but it feels like I don't remember it as having the headset on, if that makes sense. I don't remember like me standing in my mm -hmm. room. I just remember what I was what I was seeing essentially. And yeah. You were and you were going to say something about uh, maybe someday we'll be playing League of Legends, but do you think uh, maybe the games, like, do you think we'll be able to play games like that on VR? Or do you think the kind of games that, lend themselves best to VR is things that are like first person uh, lived experiences. Cause I can think of some examples that are third yeah, person I think, that are cool, I think, but not League of Legends. Definitely. I think there will be some that you can play third person that will be interesting. I think right now as VR is like, cause VR as an industry is still kind of like propped up almost by, okay. My cat Gigi's turn. Sorry, he's his really cat is being it. so cute right now, y'all. I wish you could see it. <laughs> he's so needy. There's a certain time of the day where I'm sitting in this chair. He's like, "All right, it's cuddle time." Um, but not now, Gigi. Later. Anyway, so um, I was just saying how yeah. So VR right now is like kind of propped up a little bit by like. Mark Zuckerberg's believe in it, belief in it. He's his like the virtual reality division of Facebook is losing like billions and billions of dollars every oh. year trying to do this. Steam, Steam, uh, like Valve in their index uh, VR, they sell, sold that at like sixteen hundred dollars Canadian, and it was still a loss for them each headset that they sold. Um, and I think probably the same is to be said about Apple as well. Everyone's kind of losing money trying to push this forward. Um, and I think for that reason, it's like, we're still, it's, it's almost like, I feel like the VR industry kind of has the perception of being further than it actually is, uh, technologically, but it's a good thing because there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of like excitement around it. And I think, 
hopefully it it survives through this and it doesn't like kind of have a, a really big dip but i think um i think as i think for now most of the things that are going to get people to use it are the things that are kind of in that vr limited space like you're saying of being first person immersive have some sort of novelty that goes along with it as opposed mm-hmm. to maybe people buying and what i was thinking of like league of legends is like you may not play league in through like actual 3d immersive vr but you may have a headset instead of th- instead of three monitors so you have a headset wow. that's got your monitors set up and then you still have maybe with the new facebook one you can still see your keyboard and mouse and still like use your desk but you can have more monitors using the headset than if you were to just um if you were to like just have your regular monitors so i think that's an option for those sorts of games but currently i think vr is like it's kind of still got the it's got its novelty lane for now interesting i mean um i i think of the comparison there kind of being film right remember i mean luke and i both went to film school together that's how we met um (laughs) film in its early stages was just like a short reel of you know workers going out of the factory or you know a person putting on a hat like just something ridiculous mundane but people were getting a thrill out of it because oh look we're reproducing motion on screen maybe vr is in that weird space where it's like well, we've got to show you the the train coming into the station right now because that's what's going to sell you on the medium. And eventually mm-hmm. we'll get to the Citizen Kane where we're using the medium in a more artistic way and kind of pushing the, technolo- the, the technology of it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think we're totally in that kind of stage of we're just getting out of the train the train uh, film reels and stuff like that and like the, the Edison World's Fair kind of part of vr and we're getting to the more artistic stuff now but i think it's i think it's going to stay game focused for a while education and like work is gonna is gonna blow up in the next few years i think through Mm -hmm. meta and facebook trying to make it a thing because they've they already have like some sort of requirement of a certain amount of virtual meetings that you have to have per week that are in their kind of like facebook horizons world and stuff like that so they're pushing these it's, they're pushing it in their own work thing, in their own like workplace. And then they're going to try and maybe sell that information as like, look how much we did all in VR and we had a way better meeting or whatever. Like they're going to push that out and people are going to maybe become more interested in it, in it from there. But now is we'll it, see. I wonder if they're doing, are they doing VR from their home and meeting? Because it's like, if that's the case, you can just argue that you are more, pro- some people are just more productive at home. <laughs> It's true. When they don't, when they don't have all of those like five minute quick conversations with coworkers throughout the day, and they can just focus on their stuff. I know it doesn't work for everyone. A lot mm-hmm. of other people would argue that they're more productive at the office because when they're at home, they feel like they need to do all the stuff at their house. But yeah, I'd be interested to know. No, I, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely think that like I've done, I I currently have a couple days a week that I work from home in my job, and I I do sometimes think like maybe if I could, as opposed to you know pulling up a meeting room on Microsoft Teams or Google Hangout or something, it might be more effective to have those meetings in in a virtual space. That's something that um, you miss in like in a video call that that is um, that that people don't think about a lot is the eye contact and stuff like that, because you, you kind of never have eye contact on a video chat. Um, but true. you can in virtual reality, even if somebody is like a cat or a stick of butter, 
you can make eye contact with them. <laughs> you can give you the know? stick of butter eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you give it eyes and and like I know on this new Facebook headset, they're going to have eye track eye, eye tracking within the headset. So wherever you're looking, your virtual eyes will go there as well. That's um, really cool. That's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So far, that's all been like kind of implied. Some in VR chat, they're always pushing the boundaries of that sort of stuff. So like, there's a bunch of avatars in VR chat where they'll have a proximity tracker where if somebody's close enough to them, uh, the eyes on the avatar will just automatically look at them and like okay. focus in on them. So if you're close enough, it'll make eye contact, but it's not actually you making eye contact. You I could be see. looking somewhere else. But now with this new headset, it's going to be fully tracking your eyes. So you can maybe connect with people a little bit easier and maybe have a more productive meeting that way. See, wow. if, if this is the the meeting conference room of the future, uh, everyone having a VR uh, headset, I hope they have like fun Friday meetings where you get to dress your <laughs> avatar as like Jack Skellington. Oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they'll be like, uh, "Sorry, you can't, you can't come in to the to the meeting today. It's just a butter. We're trying to get something done." We're like, "Please, professional Ted, attire. You must please. change your avatar. <laughs> the VP's coming in today. Please change your avatar." <laughs> we do have a dress code. <laughs> that would be interesting. I would love that. Honestly, it'd be it'd be it'd be kind of fun. Like maybe maybe you have your office. Uh, like maybe you have your friday afternoon meeting and then afterwards you just change the world to a mini golf course and everyone does a little half hour of mini golf together that'd be so like cool that. i'd maybe like turn that it into a least. phasmophobia oh. haunted house <laughs> <laughs> that one not so much i'd bounce I'd be like sorry yeah. guys i got a doctor's appointment <laughs> i could imagine like a fun escape room in uh, vr totally do they not have those I'm sure oh, there they are. Do. They do. Yeah. Oh, I've played okay. a few of those. There's are a lot of that. In, yeah. To, it depends on the one. At least, I don't know about standalone apps, but I know VR chat in, in that game, you have anyone can make anything. And so you can have, like, there's a Five Nights at Freddy's world where you can essentially play the whole game through that. There's also, like, an Among Us world where you can play Among Us in virtual reality, which is coming, by the way, as well. I saw that uh, oh, wow. Among Us, the actual game itself, is releasing a VR version. Um, but those, so I've played a bunch of escape rooms for sure. There's a lot of like haunted levels and stuff where you can, you have to, you know, solve a puzzle, find this item, bring it over there, and then that'll get you to the next room and stuff. Oh, interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you think yeah, that's kind of the, 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 the magic of VR chat is what any, whatever anybody wants to make, they can put in as long as it, adheres to the community guidelines or whatever like you can just make any level any avatar and that kind of freedom is cool and that's what's missing right now in like facebook's version which is horizons right now that's just the one where you're like the kind of like playmobile person with no legs and your hands are floating and and you're always like a humanoid avatar in that um and they're trying to push that as a similar thing to vr chat where you can drop a portal and go to any type of world and people can make their own worlds but i think they just still are lacking that freedom that people when they go online want to have interesting okay. you mm -hmm. keep saying like the the facebook horizon and it just reminds me have you ever watched the show upload no okay so the idea is that you can buy um you can upload your consciousness to a virtual reality when you die and oh, your avatar is created all your memories are uploaded and then people can use technology to go into that world and continue to visit you um 
there's a lot more to the show. There's like conspiracy theories and stuff, but like the one guy right. dies and, and everything. But I want to say it's, I feel like it's uh, sponsored or it's a phone company's like um, technology or something. Anyway, so it just, mm. it's getting like really close to, <laughs> to that show. Every time you say Facebook's like Horizons, it just reminds me All of right. uh, of, of that show anyway sorry right yeah Tangent. <laughs> brought to you by facebook I, I could see a lot of product placement opportunities in that tv show there are i feel like there are a lot <laughs> vr advertising is something that i mean i don't see a lot of it right now but i it's foreseeable like crazy it's like that uh futurama episode where they're beaming advertisements into your dreams <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like that you're just sitting on a beach <laughs> and then the corona ad goes across the sky. Oh my gosh. If we have if we if we end up like regularly using augmented reality glasses or contacts or whatever it ends up being, mm-hmm. there's no doubt there will be ads put on oh, that. Yeah. In, in yeah, your you'll world. have to pay extra to uh have oh, yeah. free <laughs> virtual reality. Crazy. Imagine that. Like, imagine if all the oh, billboard man. stands and all the poster stands and all those kind of spots were just a blank canvas that when when you were wearing your AR glasses, you looked at them and they were targeted ads. Like oh everyone looked oh, yeah. at that and they saw something different. I mean, you, it's I can see absolutely that, yeah. the best idea. <laughs> you should sell that because it, at this point, like online, the ads being targeted online on your Instagram or your Facebook or, or on your Twitter are so much more effective than the ones that you drive by because those are just like, hoping to get the right people whereas online they're giving you exactly what you want or like you talked about it and now you can buy that fishing rod or whatever yep. you know well, so if, if that, they could do that idea. outside they would for sure whenever you can't find an item you're looking for you just have to talk about it describe <laughs> it exactly wherever your phone is and then you'll have an ad within the next hour and then there you go <laughs> yeah. boom. honestly yeah. you'll even have a youtube item video found. suggestion i forget what i was talking <laughs> about yesterday um, I think I was talking about an actor or a musician or just like, oh, I never really listened to them or I've never really seen any of their stuff. I opened up YouTube and it was like my first recommended video was something just like featuring them prominently. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy. I remember when my friend was getting married a couple of years ago, I was over at her house and we were talking about wedding dresses. And then next thing I know, I went onto Instagram when I got home and I have ads for wedding dresses. I'm like, I don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> like, you're barking up the wrong tree here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what do you think will get VR out of the trains coming into the station phase? Because um, right now, like, is it accessible to make content for VR? Yes, it is. Uh to a certain extent, I like. I don't think like programming games for VR is not necessarily that much more difficult than making a regular game. At this point, it's decently easy. Obviously, you just have more to think about of where characters can be existing and looking and stuff like that. But um, at least for for VR Chat, which is my best frame of reference, is the whole thing is done through Unity. So anything you can make in Unity or Blender and then bring into Unity, you can put into VR and use it. So you can make your own avatar. You can customize one that you found. You can make your own world to hang out in. Hang out in. People photo scan their bedrooms and then put those into in, into Blender and make a 3D world, put it in Unity, and then bring it into the game. And so they have their actual house. Like like. That no, sounds like a really expensive setup. Really? Very free. Well, I, I Blender, was Blender say. and Unity are free. Huh. Yeah. 
So there's no, what's the, cool. there's no, the only barrier to entry is maybe a system that's capable of handling these applications. Somewhat. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a bit, a bit of that. You might not be able to do it on like, uh, like a low end laptop, but Blender and, and Unity are pretty great for running low to the ground as well. So they're not like, they're not like super pro programs at all. So you could definitely do it on a regular system. What kind of pro, like just for people, like, I don't know what Unity or Blend, Blender sure. are. I don't know what you can do with those. Are they video editing software, just editing software in general, maybe something completely different? <laughs> so Blender is specifically a 3D modeling uh, program. Oh, okay. uh, and so that's that's all you can do in, in Blender is you can model in 3D. Um, and then in, or I guess in Blender, you can also, you can animate, you can do other, you can animate in Blender as well, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So you can animate and rig in Blender, but then Unity is a game building kind of uh, uh, program. So you can, you build out a level and then you can save it as a game, like a, like an EXE file and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow. That's really actually cool. Actually like play those. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're great. And so they kind of they work really well together. And so VRChat, because they wanted to be all community based, they just made they made their own version of like a plugin that you use in Unity. And so you can upload directly from Unity the program into the game. Wow. Through the wow. through the plugin. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Now is this is this I mean you say this is all for VRChat. Um mm -hmm. what if someone wanted to create their own um experience outside of the vr chat kind of network or framework i honestly i'm not i'm not an expert on it at all like i'm not i've never tried to do that so i'm not super sure but mm -hmm. my guess is you'd be able to make something in unity or maybe another program similar to unity is unreal which is another program just to make games so i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure both of those have vr versions so any sort of game that you can make in there you could then save or upload to steam or something like that and and play it or or like just give it to your friends uh do you see it ever come into live action kind of stuff or do you think because of the nature of it because it has to be built in a game engine does it have to be hmm. 3d generated or i mean you can do some stuff with projection but do you think there's ever yeah. a chance of turning physical real life on set filmmaking into a vr kind of experience um Yes and no. I'm biased a little bit. I'm a big fan of 360 video, which is essentially like a, like a VR immersive uh, video that you can shoot yourself. So I have a 360 camera that I love to bring when I go traveling anywhere and I'll just wave it around in the air and then go back and you can just, you know, you can either reframe it however you want and like just make a make a new video out of it or you can up like upload it to YouTube in its virtual reality form. The problem wow. with the 360 video is is a problem with a lot of VR headsets is that when you start to move without wanting to move, you get uh, motion sick, which mm. is why a lot of a lot of VR um, things have kind of like motion sickness uh, uh, kind of things to help the way you move so that you don't get as sick. Like you can teleport places instead of walking there. Um, and some of those you can get used to, but if I were to take my 360 camera and like spin it around in circles and then put you in VR and make you watch that, you would totally feel terrible, <laughs> <laughs> even though you could, you know, you could look around wherever you want, but the movement of it would be very weird. So in terms of live action, like filmmaking and stuff, I'm not sure how we'll be able to do it without, I'm not sure how we'll be able to do it with movement, if that makes sense. You right. could just have a scene in a room and put a 360 
uh, or a bunch of cameras captured in 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 uh, 360, and then use and then just have people watch it there, and they can turn around and see whatever they want. But that, mm. like as soon as the camera started moving, I think most people would get motion sick, so that it would be very inaccessible. Right. So yeah, I'm not sure. I I haven't really figured out how you do it live action yet. I've been thinking about that for sure, but. The thing is, like, game engines are also getting so photoreal and amazing now that I think that's probably where you'll end up seeing, like, virtual reality short films or, or excuse me, or experiences going now is, like, just to really high-end game systems uh, or game engines that can mimic reality as best as possible while not making you feel sick. So it'll be mostly, like, motion capture, really realistic kind of facial capture more yeah. than it'll be actual people. Yeah, it would have to be placed into a 3D environment so that you could kind of freely move through it as opposed to being locked down to wherever the camera was. That's yeah. awesome. Like may I mean, maybe you could yeah, maybe you could capture it in some way that you could yeah, like you could motion capture the whole thing and shoot it and then like project all that imagery onto 3D models and then like rebuild it again so you could walk around in it. And that could look pretty photoreal for sure. I think yeah. I think the creative possibilities of VR are just being sort of looked at. Like, I mean, I obviously focus a lot on moving image stuff uh, and and sound based stuff, but like, let's talk about some other kind of realms of art in VR. So, like for example, dance. Uh, what can dance do with VR? It's a good question. Um, you could do a lot with. Well, the cool thing about dance with VR is like you could totally just have a performance where people can just like ex the dance can kind of be if it's motion tracked or something and put onto a 3D model. You could just have it on a loop and people can go and experience the dance as it as they see fit. You know, you could just walk around it, maybe join in if you want. Um, or you could just, or, or another version of dance is just we go to the club and VR chat and just everyone's just dancing <laughs> true, around. True, true. <laughs> loud music, you know. I mean, there's, there's definitely it, the the fact that you can track motion with it. I think is super handy towards dance. I'm not sure. I'd have to. You'd have to ask it like a, a proper dancer true. what they would want to do. But have with you that. seen any dancers in VR or or any dancing? In I have seen people dancing, way? mostly just like people dancing at the club. I know there's people there's people in VR chat who make a living dancing, really? uh, mostly in a in a mostly in a lewd fashion on there. But they they fully are like booked out for performances in VR. There's like different performance venues and stuff, and they'll go, and uh, and they'll they'll go dance there for a wow. rate as you would anywhere else. What about else. live music? So... Yeah, totally same same thing. I have a sorry. I have a question about the dancing. Are there sure. are there things that like you can get for your legs that pick up on the motion then? So it's like a full body. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. There. There is. Uh, yeah. I should have mentioned that is like, um, for most of these headsets, there's a way to like, there's usually a way to expand them out. Like they come and maybe it doesn't track your legs that way, but you can get extra trackers. People have these things that kind of are almost like little ankle monitors that they put on that track based on their movement and those will have like i know people who have almost every joint in their body is tracked because they have something set up wow. on everything that you can just keep wow. adding trackers and adding trackers and so some people have immensely like real tracking on their body but it's just it's kind of a little bit of a, a cost thing like you got to buy a bunch yeah. of trackers and stuff but 
Yeah, Holy a bunch of people crap. do that for sure. And then they'll have like, if they need like a wired headset, they'll have the wire hooked up to like a track on the ceiling. And so the ceiling that will, that the wire will kind of follow you around and they'll have like a full padded room to walk around in. And, wow. and yeah, I know most, most of the like people who do like full dancing and like that more physical stuff in VR have so, set up similar to that so that they can fully like do whatever they want essentially that's so interesting i had no idea yeah wow, it's super cool set up their own vr room that's kind of neat yeah oh man i what i wouldn't kill to have one of those that'd be so fun right? to have a room <laughs> just like a little insane asylum room where i could with all padded <laughs> walls where i can run around and fall and, and have tracking and stuff it's super cool it's always really cool when you see somebody in uh, VR with like full on tracking because it it really looks different than most most people just walk around kind of looking like video game characters and stuff. But yeah. those people, the subtleties of their movement is there, which adds to like the presence of them actually being there with you. Oh, I'm gonna go on like a deep dive of looking at people's VR room setups now after this. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. It's amazing. It's uh, really so crazy. Lucas, if, yeah, if go, someone. Go if someone found VR interesting from what we talked about today, uh, they don't have a VR headset. Um, how do you get into this? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I would say go, if you want to try a VR thing, see if there's a VR experience in your, in your city. Um, I know in our, in, in Toronto, there's a, uh, there's a place called Sandbox, which has a couple locations in other cities as well. And that's one of those ones where they have, they have a full empty warehouse and an experience where you can fully run around in virtual reality. And like you, you don't have to be, you know, stuck in one spot and moving with like a controller. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think a really cool thing to go do and, and try and like get a taste for it. And otherwise, if there's like a VR arcade, which is more of that kind of stationary thing, I'd say go try one of those, just book out an hour and, and see how it feels. Um, and if they want to get, if, if somebody wants to try something more social, like VR chat, it's, uh, it's also a desktop app. So that's for the first, like two to three years that I played that game, I didn't have a headset and I just walked around as like a little video game character. <laughs> and just, I just walked around without a headset and I saw people waving their arms around me, but I was just this like stationary pole, but you still are able to go around and like interact with people and, uh, you still kind of get the experience. So if somebody's interested in VR chat, I always uh i always uh tell them just try it in desktop first because you'll get an idea of what the community is like and what it's like to you know have a just go be social in 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 vr that way um but headset wise i'd say definitely go to an arcade or or like a full experience yeah you definitely you want to try one, it sure. before you buy one they're not cheap yeah <laughs> they're not cheap that's the thing you don't want to you don't want to dive head first right away because it's super super expensive yeah. this new facebook I, one's going to be like fifteen hundred dollars or something oh God. yeah i bought so mine uh used and it was still expensive mm -hmm. i can't remember how much but yeah the quest yeah. is the quest is definitely the like on the cheaper side uh now which is crazy because it's still so expensive but like the <laughs> The, the higher end uh, headsets are going to be just so expensive and yeah. yeah, it's an expensive, it's an expensive hobby for sure. Yeah. Hmm. But very fun. If you're into that, totally kind of thing. fun, totally worth it. So much I'm to explore. Okay, well, <laughs> honestly, thank you so much for coming in and uh, chatting with us about VR. Uh, it's a really cool topic. I know we've been talking about this, uh, about doing this forever. So yeah. For sure. Thank you so much for making the time. 
Thanks so much for having me, guys. It was a it was a blast, and I'll, I'll come back on when the metaverse is is in full effect, <laughs> and we'll have this we'll have another podcast in the metaverse or something. You've been listening to the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast. Your hosts today were Mimi Qu and Ted Linden. Music and production for the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast is by Black Bear Sound Productions. Find us on our socials at Nerdy Thoughts Cast and tune in next time for another great interview with another big fan. Who knows? Maybe you'll find your new fandom.